Hey creeps, I'm Taylor and this is TGI Crime Day Spooky Season. and welcome to TGI Crime Day Spooky Season. Today we are going to visit one of the spookiest and coolest places I've ever heard of. Instead of hopping in the haunted magic school bus for today's trip, we will be traveling through the narrow canals south of Mexico City to La Isla de las Muñecas, aka the Island of the Dolls. And really quick before we start, as always, I'm going to do my best to pronounce everything correctly, but this is just my pre-apology for any and all mispronunciations. I'm going to give my best effort to get things correct, but yikes a bikes. Just please know I'm trying my best. I would also like to give you a brief history about this area because this island is now known for being one of the freakiest things you'll ever see, but it had a long history beforehand. Way back in 1300 BC, what is now Mexico City was an island in a volcano caldera surrounded by the Sierra Madre Mountains. The Aztecs were the first people to begin developing this area, and they built a bunch of small islands called Chinampas and a canal system so that the farmers could travel easily between these man-made islands. During the Spanish colonization in the 16th century, many people, including women and children, fled to the islands and hid in the canals from the violence brought by the conquistadors. These islands and canals played a very important part during the Spanish-Aztec War. The Spanish won the war, and many of the canals were filled in and the islands were destroyed. However, the farthest island district away from the city is still in use today. It is considered the last remaining evidence of the Aztecs in Mexico, so it's a very important place. In 1928, Xochimilco was split by the federal government into 16 boroughs, and the canal system makes it easy to travel between the different boroughs. If you visit this area, you can ride beautiful, colorful gondolas and visit gardens and learn about the traditional agriculture or visit a museum. During spooky season, they have a La Llorona festival that sounds absolutely amazing. I want to go. If you've been to this festival, please tell me how it was. There are dozens of food vendors and lots of great locally made souvenirs that you can buy, but it's not all gorgeous floating gardens and delicious local cuisine an hour boat trip down the canals, there is an island that is only an acre wide with nothing on it but three huts and a thick forest. There is no electricity or running water, and no one lives full-time on this island anymore. Instead, the island is inhabited by hundreds, maybe thousands of dolls. As you pull up to the island, you are greeted by dolls hanging in the trees on the riverbank, dolls of every shape and size, Barbie dolls, baby dolls, and a few terrifying full-sized mannequins. Everywhere you look are dolls. Some of them are pretty beat up, missing limbs or eyes. Singular doll heads decorate the island. And while a large portion of my brain is so just creeped out by the idea of these dolls just hanging out there, overgrown with plants, covered in dirt and spider webs, and who knows what else, another part of me thinks that this is so fascinating and kind of beautiful in a way. Of course, these dolls didn't just all show up there one day, so let's get into the legend about this island. The story of how the doll collection began is up for debate, but the existence of the island is not a myth. In the 1950s, a man named Don Julian Santana Barrera left his wife and family to move to the secluded island. The exact reasons why are still a bit murky and kind of a mystery. It's widely believed that he was suffering from some kind of mental illness that caused him to leave. The story that Don Julian told was that one day while he was living on the island, he found a body floating in the river. This was the body of a young girl who had drowned in the canal. 
Some sources say she was a girl who had been swimming with her friends and was carried away by the current. Like I said, the exact story is a bit murky and most likely not true because there is no official report of the death and the existence of this girl has never been confirmed. Some people believe the girl died years before Don Julian lived there and it was her spirit that he saw, sort of replaying history. Whatever it was that happened here, Don Julian placed a white crucifix on the spot where he allegedly found her. The story goes that after finding the girl, a doll also came floating down the river. Shortly after this incident, Don Julian experienced a few strange things. Don Julian's great-nephew, Rogelio Sanchez Santana, said, quote, The spirit of the girl was living in sorrow. In the mornings, Julian started seeing ghosts, and one day, he woke up and found that all his crops had died. He tried many things to improve his crops, but he couldn't because the spirit damaged it. He became more and more scared, end quote. Some people say that he would hear the girl's spirit wandering the island at night, saying, quote, I want my doll. Oh, it just sends a shiver down my spine. Oh, yuck. In an attempt to appease the noisy spirit, Don Julian took the doll he found and hung it from a tree. The doll, believed to be the first doll on the island, wears little overalls and a straw hat with sunflowers on it. This doll is covered in dirt, her overalls are missing a leg, and she is very beat up. After that first doll, Don Julian began collecting others. Sometimes they'd wash up on the island, other times he would find them in the trash in nearby towns when he would go to sell his crops. People eventually started giving him dolls or sending them as gifts. Dolls of every shape and size imaginable cover the island. If you are listening audio only, you just, you have to go do a little invest Google and take a look at the photos because it is fascinating and terrifying and somehow also beautiful. There is only one doll that has been given a proper name and that is Augustina. She is about the size and a similar style to an American Girl doll to give you kind of a visual idea. Augustina wears little black glasses, a turquoise dress, and a flower crown. According to the island's tour guides, Augustina was Don Julian's favorite doll. She became his companion and kept him safe from the spirits on the island. She has her own small altar in the cabin Don Julian lived in. It's believed that she has special gifts and can perform miracles and even moves around the island at night. So there are little plates where people can leave her gifts. Don Julian obviously put a lot of time and love into creating this island, and many people go and visit and tour the island. Unfortunately, Don Julian passed away in 2001 when he was in his 70s. His body was found in the same spot where he allegedly found the girl all those years before. Some of his relatives believe that her spirit dragged him into the water. From what I understand, he officially died from a heart attack, but the legend tangled into every tree and doll on the island makes people wonder what caused the heart attack, especially in that exact spot. I feel like I would definitely visit this island if I had the chance, but maybe only during the daytime, because I think that would just make me feel a little bit more comfy. And I want to know, would you go there? Would you visit this island? Would you hang out with these dolls? And if you have any haunted doll stories or any haunting stories, please send them my way. I want to hear them and share them in a future episode. You can send them to tgicrimeday at gmail.com. Until next time, keep it super spooky, and I will talk to you soon. Bye!